Hey guys, it's Chidora. Oh, why did I do that again? It's Chidora, God's good gift. I'm back again. Um, I find it so amazing every time God calls me to speak because um, I used to struggle with consistency. I don't say I used to, but I don't like to proclaim bad things and bad labels over myself as well. So, you know, I'm going to decree and declare that I used to used to speaking in faith struggle with consistency and the fact that we're now on episode five is so amazing um there's always something new happening and most episodes are filmed on the same day back to back that's the craziest part um but god really has a word for you guys um yeah so sit tight and enjoy um i say enjoy so i don't know where to begin i know there was a word that god just told me um about friendship and receiving love however he also gave me a bible scripture to read so um i'm going to base it off the bible scripture and um i remember when i first talked to my friends about this podcast that god has showed me you know sometimes god will show you something and you decide to tell your friends and you decide to try and make it into a group thing but you know deep down god has called you to do it yourself um and if they're saying now is not the time maybe it's not the time for them but it's the time for you. Even if God has told you something now, to do it by yourself, don't be afraid to do something by yourself. Uh, what was it? If you want a job best done, do it yourself, I think is what someone said. Guys, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. But I think it would be very rude for me to record and cook food, but I'm hungry. Um, So this will be a quick one. <clears throat> Guys, I'm so hungry. Okay, I might... Okay, what we'll do, read the scripture, then I'm going to pause. Um... Because I've learned you can pause stuff now. I'm going to read the scripture, pause, and then come back after I've made my food. <laughs> give him mukbang. Give him um, a virtual mukbang. Um, and then maybe I'll even get a revelation during the time when I'm um, when I'm eating and maybe watching TV or whatever I'm doing. Because um, it's okay to start something and take a break. Do you know what I've learned as well? Um, resting doesn't make you weak. It makes you stronger. Okay, so the Lord led me to Mark 12, verse 11. Um, Father, Lord, I pray that as I read, you'll give me revelation, that you'll open my eyes to hear the things that you want me to hear, to share the word that you want me to share, to touch the lives that you want me to touch, your Lord, in Jesus' name, I today pray, amen. Um, there's actually something else I want to share, guys, before I begin. Um, so I felt like for a while I really lost my confidence, I really lost my voice. I was really afraid of my own voice. I was afraid of speaking. I was afraid... Or people listening to me and me saying the wrong thing. I was afraid of unauthentically being myself. You know, a lot of times you want to say something, you're scared to say it. And if someone will say what was in your head, everyone will praise them. Like, oh, yeah, like, well done. Like, that's such a great answer. You're thinking, but I was going to say that. And I kept going to God to ask for confidence, for confidence. And I already had a word from my friend who had told me that God said, you never lost your voice, but the voice you had before was never yours. Because I used to be a very loud person before, I would say. Um, yeah, I was a loud person, I was a very talky person, and I felt like everyone would tell me, just shut up, just shut up, you're being too loud, be quiet, you talk too much, to the point where I really did shut up, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, like, what's happened to my voice, why am I, why is the person who was once so confident now so afraid to speak, and my friend, she told me, it's not like you lost your voice, but it's like God has your voice, and the closer you get to God, the um, more you will have the voice that was truly, truly supposed to be yours, but you know, even in that time, like, I heard it, and I knew the word was for me, it really touched me, but I was still going out of my way to try and ask for confidence, ask for boldness, even though I had the clear instruction from God, 
um, about how to receive boldness. Um, so Mark chapter 11 from verse... Mark chapter 12 from verse 11, and it reads... This was the Lord's plan, and he is wonderful for our eyes to behold. Um, this is a true passion translation, by the way. Now, the chief religious scholars and leaders realised that Jesus' parable was aimed at them. They had hoped to arrest him. So we had to look up, my guy. <laughs> and there, look um, and arrest him there and then. Then and there. But they feared the reaction of the crowd. So they left him alone and went away. When you're a blessing to others, you know people find it hard to persecute you. It will be those who are really bold that will want that will that will really have the blood of an innocent man on your hands. Um so um from verse thirteen. And then they sent a delegation of Pharisees. Oh, these Pharisees. In fact, there's a there's a there's a recurring theme that God is trying to um show us. Um together with some staunch supporters of Herod, to entrap Jesus with his own words. So he approached him and said, Teacher, we know that you are an honest man of integrity and you teach us the truth of God's ways. We clearly see that you're not the one who speaks only to win the people's favour, but you speak the truth without regard to the consequences. So tell us then what you think. Is it proper for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Okay, so there's something I wanted to share and um, I feel like God uses his word to open the door for me to share certain things and to give confirmation whether to share certain things. So I just came off the phone. I'm always talking to a friend, aren't I? <laughs> I just came off the phone and I call these people my friends because I feel like they are true friends. I feel like God will put you in a place where you feel uncomfortable um, to show you true to show you who really are your true friends and who are not your true friends, to show you who will call you in times of help and who will leave you deserted, who will say crucify him and who would say leave her alone because she is a good person. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times it's easier to give love than to receive love. Maybe not for everyone. You know, some of you lot feel very entitled. Some of you lot feel like you're entitled to love and don't give love back. Or you give love to the people who um don't show you love. And even I struggle with that sometimes with people who give me love it's like I kind of reject I'm like ew you're so obsessed with me <laughs> like Leanne from Love Island <laughs> but I'm they're pouring I'm pouring I'm pouring out and I'm feeling drained because I'm pouring out to people who are not reciprocating the love because I don't know how to receive love um so yeah but um um lord help me I don't know why it's always Mashaka Tai like <laughs> that comes out when I'm on the podcast. As I said, yeah, I I would have thought my tongues would have been something different. I would have thought I would have just mimicked other people. Um, the power of tongues and the power of prophetic is something I'll go into later. Okay, thank you Lord, for reminding me what I'm speaking about. Um, so um, where it says um in scripture, we can clearly see that you're not one who speaks to win the people's favor. Because you speak with truth without regarding, without regard to the consequence. Um, so from the conversation I had, I was talking about how I was giving my friend, I felt like I was giving my friend very tough love and I was being very harsh on her because I had a last train to catch. And usually I would, you know, drag my feet and say, wait, 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 I will wait. Even if it means I'm going to miss my train, even if it means that I'm going to 
um be the one to suffer in the end I would wait and this time I was like no like let's walk and talk because I know how she is and I know that if I don't say we need to move she she will be the one to stay and to make us stay in a place longer than maybe like we need to be um glory to god you know i say that in a very loving way and what he told me is um to not mix emotions with your boundaries because what i did was he said i was being assertive i was setting boundaries like i had the right to say no i need to go home um and me saying that i was being assertive or being harsh i was giving tough love is very negative way to um perceive setting boundaries and to perceive um you know saying what needs to say like without fear of consequences um even when I um was doing some I don't want to call it online therapy because I don't know what that was it was giving a BBC BBC learning lesson um but even when I was doing it it was talking about assertiveness I'm very passive I'm very um like scared of the consequences like because I don't set boundaries and because I'm scared of how people react, it's showing that I have a lack of respect for their ability to handle the truth. Do you know what I mean? So I should not be worried about the consequences of how they're going to act. But sometimes, not putting yourself first, but setting those boundaries. Um, <clears throat> there's something I want to talk about, but I've got to keep on reading. So from verse 15, Mark chapter 12, True Passion Translation. If you don't have True Passion Translation, it's um on... It's on the Bible app. I think it's a bit of a controversial um, controversial version. But it's really helped me to open my eyes. Like, you know what? Jesus was controversial. Just remember that when someone calls you controversial. <laughs> so it's in verse 15. Jesus saw through the hypocrisy and said to them, Why are you testing me? Show me one of the Roman coins. They brought him a silver coin used to pay the tax. And then Jesus said, I don't want to say the Jesus because she said, now tell me, Jesus said, whose head is on the coin and whose inscription is stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Jesus said, precisely, the coin bears the image of the emperor Caesar, so you should pay the emperor his portion. But because you bear the image of God, you must give to God all that belongs to him. They were utterly stunned by Jesus' words. Thank you, Lord, for your words. Um, I feel like God is beginning to give some of you revelations. God can give me a revelation too, but I'm hungry. <laughs> I want to eat, and I don't know if God is giving me permission to go and eat right now, or if the devil is trying to shut me up and make me forget about what he's called me to say. <sighs> God, I feel God telling me to keep on reading. Do you know when I read about the when i listen back here you guys um not even i can hear the weight of the power that i feel trying to shut me up and to shut me down um because you need to understand sometimes your words are the breakthrough to someone else which is why the devil will try so hard to shut you up he'll try so hard to really shut you down you know in trials and persecutions you know even when job went through all these things you know he he really thought he was on his last legs the reason why he suffered was not because he was a bad person. It's because God saw how good he was, how strong he was, you know, how um, how we had. And the devil would attack those who... Some, technically, I wouldn't say God attacked him. I wouldn't say the devil attacked him. But can you imagine God and the devil kind of came into a mutual agreement that, yeah, 
test test my child because I know I know that my glory will prevail because God is so confident in himself that he will even allow the devil to do all these things to you because he knows the glory that will be on the other side um so you praise God um so from verse 18 some mark 12 <laughs> true passion translation i know I, I need to keep on repeating that i feel like god really wants some of you or one of you to open it for yourself um so he's gonna make me keep on repeating it so you can't say i i forgot where we are okay so mark 12 true passion translation from verse 18 some of the sadducees a religious group that denied that there was a resurrection of the dead came to ask jesus this question teacher the law of Moses teaches that if a man dies before he has children, his brother should marry the widow and raise up children for his brother's family line. Now there was a family with seven brothers. The oldest got married but soon died and had no children. The second brother married his older brother's widow and he also died without, without any children and the third also. This repeated down the seventh brother none whom had children. Finally, the woman died. So here's our dilemma. Which of the seven brothers will be the woman's husband when she's resurrected from the dead, since they all were married to her once? Jesus answered them, you're mistaken because your hearts are not filled with the revelation of the scriptures or the power of God. Wow. Okay. For when they rise from the dead, men and women will not marry, just like the angels of heaven don't marry. Now, concerning the resurrection, haven't you read in the Torah what God said to Moses at the burning bush? I am the living God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are all badly mistaken. Oh, Lord, give me revelation. I feel like... Okay, I've asked the Lord to give me revelation. However, I feel like God is giving you guys a revelation in this. And I feel like God is really asking a lot of you to read this for yourself. And it might not make sense the first time, but words are like a seed. I love this parable about the seed, you know. The seed will grow. The seed will grow. Even if you read it once, it's not making sense. There'll be a time where this word will really scream out to some of you. Um, okay, so from verse 28. Now, a certain religious scholar overheard them debating. When he saw how beautifully Jesus answered all of their questions, he posed one of his own and asked him, Teacher, which commandment is the greatest of all? Jesus answered him, The most important of all commandments is this. The Lord Yahweh, our God, is one. You are to love the Lord Yahweh, your God, with a passionate heart from the depths of your soul with your every thought and with your every strength. <sighs> I was in my shakataye. Rava kasataye. Oya kasataye. Sometimes I say devil get thee behind me. Sometimes I want him to get further than behind me. Just go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Mind your business. Mind your business. But <laughs> Holy Spirit will take control really shut down negative shut down lies of the enemy even in your everyday walk it's a journey but you have to die daily 
die daily it's hard it's really hard okay it is but just stay strong guys um okay um the second is this verse 31 mark chapter 12 true passion translation i don't know who i'm telling one of you have still not opened it read along with me read along with me we'll be on verse 31 okay and the second is this you must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself you will never find a greater commandment than these these hallelujah (laughs) the devil's really trying to distract me guys he's really trying to tell me other things when I say other things, I don't distract you guys either. <laughs> it's nothing bad. Let's say it's about my hunger. It's about me being hungry. <laughs> it's about the things I want to eat. But anyways, let's continue. The religious scholar... Um, guys, I feel like God is telling me to keep reminding you guys. You don't know how impactful your words are. You don't know how much your words are helping others. A lot of my um, Christian friends, because we are all spirit-filled and we speak through the spirit... A lot of times we speak and we say, am I even making sense? Am I even helping you? And you don't know how your words are helping others. So if you feel inclined to speak, inclined to help someone else, um, please just open your mouth. Please just say what God has asked you to say because you don't know like how your words are impacting others. Um, someone's breakthrough is on the other side of your story, on the other side of your words, on the other side of the things that you're going to say. And you might have no idea, you might not even understand what you're saying yourself, but that person really understands what you just said. Um, I really want the Lord to help me as well in this moment. Um, you know, I'm gonna really just focus on the word right now. I think there's always an answer in the word. The word is a lamp onto your feet. Um, okay, another thing I was gonna share is the reason why, as much as I've started filming or recording, I'm really excited to share and I really want to share it like now, now, now. I feel like God is trying to really prepare me before I release it and trying to make me really assured of who I am. Like, as my mentor told me, you can't rush experience. And um, every day I record, I'm recording with new experience. You know, God is showing me new things, opening new doors, um, giving me new understandings, new conversations, new things to understand so that when the time comes for me to release, I'll be so bold, I'll be so sure. I have confirmations I've had already, yeah? And the devil's still trying to lie to me that um, I shouldn't post this, that... Um, I should be afraid to post it, that no one wants to hear what I have to say, but God has told me so many times, you know, that what I'm saying is interesting, that it's helping others, that it's transforming lives, you know, it's called the Revival Podcast. Um, the meaning of revival... Okay, God is telling me not to digress too fast, I'm just going to read the meaning of the revival. Revival is an improvement in the condition, strength or fortune of someone or something. So... It means that I'm not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. But God is going to be con- begin to improve our conditions, improve the things that we thought would never change, improve the cycles um, that we're in, get us out of these demonic cycles of the things that we need to be broken free from to break free of the pressures of this world. Um, okay, glory to God. Let me continue reading. Um, verse 32, the religious scholar asked, um, wait, okay, before I digress again, so, um, so when I first started the idea of the podcast, and I was telling people about the vision that God had clearly given me, um, 
a lot of people want it to be relatable and say no they want a podcast that is relatable um they don't want it to be just based on the lord because they want to reach all different types of people but god told me um that this will be a revival a revival means to improve the condition of those who already maybe in christ or have like left christ or are still confused about christ you know um god's mission to me and my objective is not um it's not to compromise god has told me that i've compromised too much and it's not to compromise on his word and to compromise on things of him to attract others and that um that he is the one who will do the transforming he is the one who will save souls and bring people to him that he will bring people to want to listen that he will be the one to draw men to um to this podcast and to draw men to the sound of my voice and to draw men to the things I have to say and that's not for me to compromise and to be relatable and to sugarcoat things in a way for people to want to hear it but to speak without fear of consequence like Jesus said um so yeah um I will now continue guys no I need to stop digressing but okay let me read and then I'll tell you guys what I wanted to say so from verse 32 the religious scholar replied yes that's true teacher you spoke beautifully when you said that god is one and there is no one else beside him there's something more important to god than all the sacrifices and burnt offerings it's the commandment to constantly to constantly love god with every passion of your heart with every thought and with all your strength and to love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself Guys, sometimes you find it hard to love others because you don't even love yourself. You find it hard to receive love because you don't understand love. Because love, it feels overbearing. It feels overwhelming to you. Um, and it says, love God with all your strength. But just remember, it's not by your might or by your power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. So even though it's all your strength, um, as you use all of your strength, God will begin to give you more strength. So even if you think at your last, last, remember, it was at Jesus' last, last, last. And he said, God, why have you forsaken me? So with all your strength means it will be painful. All your strength means that you'll begin to feel drained. You'll begin to feel burnt out. You'll begin to feel like there's nothing left within you. That's how much strength you need to put into this walk until you feel like you're going to be mocked and ridiculed to the point where you think, I can't do this. That's when God will continue to pour out into you every passion of your heart, every thought from and then verse 34 <clears throat> when jesus noticed how thoughtfully and sincerely that man answered him he said you're not far from the reality of god's kingdom after that no one dared to question him again i'm repeating that after that no one dared no one dared to question him again because he spoke without fear of consequence it doesn't mean that if you speak once someone might listen to you straight away you need to be very assertive I know that being assertive is not harsh. It's not cruel. Setting boundaries is not a bad thing. It's something that I'm I'm learning. Do you know what's something I've learned in Jesus' mighty name? I'm going to decree and declare to every single one of us that do not know how to be assertive, that have been a pushover, that even in your times of being a pushover, God has always been there for you. God has always fought for you, but he's saying, this is your time. I'm not saying to fight for yourself because um, revenge of the Lord, but this is your time to not compromise. Amen? Amen. Verse 35. Okay, no, this isn't too long of a scripture, so 35. While Jesus was teaching 
in the courts of the temple, he posed a question to those listening. Why do the religious scholars say that the Messiah is David's son? Yet it was David inspired Yet it was David inspired by the Holy Spirit who sang. Yahweh said to my Lord, Sit near me in the place of authority until I subdue all your enemies under your feet. Since David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? The large crowd listened to him with delight. Verse 38, Mark chapter 12, True Passion Translation. Verse 38. Mark chapter 12, verse 38 says, Jesus also taught the people, beware of the religious scholars. They love to parade around in their clergy robes and be greeted with respect on the street. Look how Jesus was really on the earth and he, he did not like religion at all. Jesus really did not like religion at all. And I feel like some people are so religious that they actually don't be like the Pharisees because Someone could be so spirit-filled, so full of Jesus in their heart, but you're condemning them and you're casting someone down of who is a true believer, who worships in spirit and in truth, because you're so you're so used to following religious ways, religious patterns. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I'm also hearing God say restoration. <laughs> God is going to restore, restore lost finances, restore lost hope, restore... Relationships. When I say relationships, it does not mean you're going back to your toxic ex, girl. No. No. It could be the boy you're side-eyeing. It could be the... Or the girl that you're side-eyeing that <laughs> you're not feeling. Even sometimes God be showing me certain people that I think might be the one. I'm like, God, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't want that person. Um. But, yeah, guys, don't... Com- I'm just going to say don't compromise. Don't compromise. Don't compromise. Um, so yeah I'm just going to read it again Mark chapter 12 true passing translation from verse 38 I pray that God is going to give you guys all a fresh revelation as well as you begin to read and follow along (laughs) okay open your bible and follow along I don't know who I'm talking to but you're hearing me you're hearing me and you know God is speaking to you right now Jesus also taught the people, beware of the religious scholars. They love to parade around in their clergy robes and be greeted with respect on the street. They crave to be made the leaders of the synagogue councils and they push their way to the head of the head table of, at banquets. For appearance sake, for appearance sake, for appearance sake, I just need you guys to deep that part. For appearance sake, they will pray long religious prayers at the homes of widows for an offering. For an offering. For an offering, they pray long religious prayers. Jesus does not like religion. Jesus does not like religion. Can we actually... The way he's called out religious people so much. He really does not like religion. Even with the crucifixion, you know, like as Christians, most of us don't really actually celebrate Easter. It's a pagan holiday. It's not a Christian. A lot of these Christian-based holidays are not Christian holidays. Um, even with the um, story about Jesus, um, God really told me to share it with a friend. And it's a story that you think everyone will know. But even 
um, a certain verse where it said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Even Jesus himself asked God, why have you forsaken me? And it was such a powerful scripture that I would not know the depths of how the Holy Spirit has helped me to help someone else. And even they spoke to me, I said, thank the Lord, because um, it's the Lord who spoke to me and it was me who was obedient to say the words. So you really have to honour those who um, are used as a vessel to um, release God's word because there's a strong religious battle um, against us um, when we try to speak. But you're nearly at the end. Um, <clears throat> verse 41. Then he sat down near the offering box, watching all the people dropping in their coins. Many of the rich would put in very large sums, but a destitute widow walked up and dropped in two small copper coins worth less than a penny. Jesus called his disciples to gather around and then said to them, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given a larger offering than any of the wealthy. For the rich only give out of their surplus, but she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. Can you see this? You see the whole thing about religious people, people who seem like they're doing more than you, who are doing the most. Some of them, you know, you need to be really sensitive in the spirit because some of them are doing it for show, doing it so that you can praise them. Um, all that you may be able to give is a song, is a two line, is a Jesus, I love you, is a Jesus, help me, Jesus, I don't know what to say. That could be way more than the people who are casting out demons, who are shouting, who are making you feel bad, who are jumping up and down, who are running around screaming, you're thinking, wow, like, God, you're really speaking to our people more than me, like, God, you love me. Comparison is a thief of joy. Comparison is really, sorry guys, can you hear me itching myself? I have this weird spot on my leg. I don't think it's even a sport. I don't know what it is. I'm so sorry, guys. That was really weird of me to say. God always tells me how long each episode is going to be. Um, He told me it might run a little bit over what um I said, what he said. But, gosh, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about. I'm craving juice. I love juice. I really, really love juice. Um, But the way I'm dressed right now, I don't look suitable to go to the corner shop. But I'm going to drag my feet and go get some juice. Yeah, I'm going to go get myself some juice. I think God wants me to step out, even in the rain. He wants me to go for a walk. I don't know why. I have a story time, actually. Um, one day I don't have a story, but, you know, I don't really let the Lord... Um... Okay, I feel like God is saying that he'll give me direction when to share that specific story. <sighs> okay, Father Lord, I thank you for your loved ones. I thank you for everyone understanding my voice. I thank you for everyone who has made it this far to the episode, who has been so faithful um to the goodness that you've put inside of me to um come so far to episode five i thank you lord for the grace that you've given me to even release this far um oh lord and i say that because <laughs> um obviously these are all pre-recorded and it's not it's certain that i will post in jesus i'm going to decree and declare that these episodes will be posted because I know the weight that um these messages carry and how much God wants me to touch others and the confirmation that God has given me and the um just the recurring themes of stuff I mentioned and people saying it and it's really confirmation but there's a specific date that God has given me to post. So um yeah. 
I'm really trusting God to really build me up and to build my confidence so that when the time comes, there'll be no doubt in if I should post or if I should share this word because I know the lives is transforming, the testimonies that are going to happen, the 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 doors it's going to open, the restoration and the revival that is happening through these words. Um, perfect love cast out fear. I need. I'm going to build myself up to not have fear. I think the next episode will be about fear because. Um, the reason why I started praying halfway is because the devil was trying to shut me up and trying to tell me that um, what I'm saying is not valid, it's not good enough. But you know what? It's a lie from the enemy. It really is. Every time I listen back to these, you know, it even pumps up myself. Um, um, I know the words that I share really help others. I'm not saying that to be cocky. Um, I'm saying that as encouragement <laughs> to myself. Um, and encouragement to you guys to share your stories and to know how much you're helping others in ways you don't understand. Even my friend... Um, she's in Nepal and um she knows that God called her there for a reason she doesn't know why she's there and um she thought that she would you know go and be shouting Jesus loves you probably and like you know direct deep do you know what um something God told me the other day um sometimes God will usually show people directly saying Jesus loves you uh I need to say how I, how God said it to me, but I can't remember right now. Um, sometimes your actions will show people that that Jesus loves them more than your words. Sometimes it's the things you do, your mannerism, the spirit that you carry that will show people that you just love them. You don't need to directly scream in the streets, Jesus loves you, for people to feel Jesus' love through you. I think I've said this a few times. Um, forgive me if I have, but it's a reminder that a lot of people don't want to hear from don't want to hear about god they want to hear from god because god's word is good and um she thought that she would go and give money to the homeless and there was no one to give money to we kept saying remember like that there's other ways to bless people there's other ways to um show god's love maybe god doesn't want you to give money and even um the tiktok that i watched after like you see how crazy stuff happened and it's like a cycle like something seemed like the biggest thing ever like all these tiktok trends and scandals and then like it's over in a heartbeat people forget about it so even in a time where something seems like it's the worst situation ever like we'll never get over it people actually get over it people move on you need to forgive yourself you need to move on too um but yeah um they're talking about how like when you give money sometimes you exchange British Australian so sometimes maybe you're not spiritually strong enough to even give to someone in a in a physical so just remember there's other ways to bless people you are walking testimony god will use your story your pain and your trauma to be a blessing to others even on your last leg that is when jesus will begin to not even begin continue to restore you and to revive you um so that was the revival podcast i love you guys as you know my instagram is jadora vf j-o-d-o-r-a-v-f um if you made it this far I want you to DM. I'm so scared about the amount of DMs I'm going to be getting. <laughs> but you know what? It'll be timely because as long as I'm going to post everything on one day anyways. Um, if you made it this far, I want you to DM me and tell me what's your favourite game. And I'll go into detail about why I said that later. What is your favourite game to play? Or your? I don't want to hear about movies. Nope. What's your favourite game to hear, play? And what's your favourite place to shop at? Um... I'm hearing for clothes, but it could be for anything, for gadgets, for um food. Where's your favourite place to shop? And um what's your favourite game to play if you play games? Um it could be any type of games like 
movie star planet call of duty iron view the sims um them little candy crush any type of game i only know what's your favorite game and why um god bless you guys um i want to say be love believe be like i need to stop this but yeah god's giving me a very specific time to end the video and the time has come so love you guys stay strong stay blessed um mark chapter 12 true passion translation whoever you are um yeah make sure you read it make sure you um i'm watching the time go um love you guys bye